Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Searching for just the right job? Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, or seasonal work, you can get started today. Amazon Jobs offers the whole package with great pay and flexible shifts that allow you to choose when and how much you work. Find a warehouse close to home and discover the role that works for you. To get your application started for an hourly job, go to Amazon.com apply. That's Amazon.com apply. Amazon is proud to be an equal opportunity employer. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today we're diving into the latest box office news, movie news, and streaming news from around the industry. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Least. And on today's episode, we're diving into Let's Talk and discussing Does Disney Have a Streaming Problem? But first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Pondex, for sponsoring this episode. Pondex is a unique tool to engage with your audience and grow your audience and get more engagement. Check them out today at pondex.com. Use the promo code Larry21 for 10% off your order. I'd also like to remind you we have merch today. Check it out today. The link to the merch store will be in the, dis- in the description. And now on to our main topic. Disney Plus is one of the most popular streaming services in the world. But has the company's strategy handicapped their Pixar and Marvel movies at the box office? It was a very happy 4th of July holiday weekend for movie theater owners in the U.S. for the second week in a row, the top three highest grossing movies all crossed $20 million when the four-day window was accounted for. More impressive still, all the weekend's top five grossing picks are on the road to turning a hefty profit, with the second highest earner, Paramount's Top Gun Maverick, adding an astounding $25.8 million to its gargantuan $564 million domestic total, despite being in its sixth weekend. It's giddy news for distributors and exhibitors who bet their 
was still alive in the theatrical model two years after the pandemic. And one year after an opinion piece proclaimed, sorry, we aren't going back to the movies. But for all the good vibes, the one disappointing box office story continues to be Disney's Lightyear. The spinoff of Pixar's flagship franchise, Toy Story. Despite opening only three weekends ago, the Disney tentpole underwhelmed again when it failed to crack even the top five this weekend. Instead, it tumbled another 65% from weekend to weekend, grossing a mere $105 million in total at the domestic box office. For context, its family-friendly rival Minions, The Rise of Guru, grossed $107 million. In other words, it made more in four days than what Legier earned in three weeks. That is remarkable when one remembers that for most of the last decade, Disney and its many ancillary studios have been the box office leaders. There are various factors to consider when studying Lightyear's box office troubles. A loud and toxic wing of social media users will insist it has something to do with the film, including a happy lesbian couple, as well as the controversy about Tim Allen's voice being rather inexplicably replaced by Chris Evans. However, beyond handicapping Lightyear from the rich box office shores of countries with appalling records on LGBTQ plus rights, such as China, where Lightyear is expected to be banned, it is unlikely that the bare minimum of inclusivity will affect the franchise's movie's box office, at least in the U.S. After all, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker also included a blink and you'll miss it uh, kiss between women and earned $515 million stateside. If there is any financial liability for not ignoring the same-sex couples, it is marginal. Meanwhile, some might suggest that Lightyear as a spinoff of Toy Story is based on an aged Disney property that debuted almost 30 years ago. Conversely, Minions is a prequel to the much more recent Despicable Me franchise that launched in 2010 and is therefore more relevant to younger audiences. However, this too would appear to be misleading since the last Toy Story picture, Toy Story 4, grossed $434 million in the U.S. only three summers ago and crossed $1 billion globally. Ultimately, what appears to be the bigger problem or bigger Probable issue is that Lightyear is the fix- first Pixar movie to get a theatrical release since Onward's truncated theatrical run in March 2020. Boy, do I remember that release. That original Pixar IP had the un- unenviable position of opening one week before the world effectively shut down in the U.S. due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Yep, I remember those days. I was working in a movie theater. All we had was Onward. Um... I think it's Bloodshot with Vin Diesel, and then one other movie. I want to say it was that Scooby-Doo movie, but I could be wrong. The same pandemic is also why Disney prudently elected to release no theatrical films for the rest of 2020. Save for a day-and-date release of Mulan, where you could watch it at home for a hefty premium at the same time it was in theaters. But even as late as this past March with Burning Red, all of Pixar's productions, which also included Soul and last year's Luca, were released exclusively on Disney Plus for free. Meanwhile, Walt Disney's Animation Studios saw one of their films get Mulan's premium day date release strategy with Raya and the Last Dragon. Their other 2021 release in Kanto was only exclusively in theaters for a scant 30 days. For most families, it didn't even register as a pop culture phenomenon until their kids could sing We Don't Talk About Bruno at home via the film's Disney Plus release over the Christmas holiday. All of this, of course, or, uh, originates from the need to release content during the pandemic. 
However, it also speaks to Disney's greater recent strategy to pivot from dominating the theatrical market to funneling their audiences to Disney+. Plus. It's the same logic that has caused Disney to demand an armada of Marvel and Star Wars streaming series from Marvel Studios and Lucasfilm, as well as part of the reason the latter has transitioned exclusively to television for the last several and next several years. Disney even visibly tinkered with whether they could earn more money off a Marvel movie from a smaller audience of subscribers willing to pay a premium than they could just be just releasing said movie exclusively in theaters. Hence, Black Widow de- debuting on Disney Plus $30 surcharge the same day it opened in theaters. The film subsequently sank like a stone at the box office, causing Star- Scarlett Johansson to sue Disney. One of the company's spokespeople then accused jo- Scarlett Johansson of having a callous disregard for public health. A rather disingenuous attack on Johansson, who was seeking compensation for Disney's streaming strategy undermining her back-end theatrical deal, had a chilling effect on the industry. Even frequent Marvel director Joe Russo told the media once that, quote, that was really not an appropriate way for them to handle that situation. It was disturbing to us as artists. Ever since Black Widow's theatrical underperformance, Disney has backed away from the day-and-day release strategy, but has still encouraged audiences to anticipate brief theatrical windows between a Marvel movie opening in cinemas and debuting on their popular service. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, like Shang-Chi before, saw fans wait only 45 days before being able to watch it at home, alongside the latest episode of Miss Marvel. At the moment, and judging only from the outside, Disney's top priority for content appears to be getting it as quickly to streaming as possible. And yet, in the wake of Netflix's own infamous financial problems, it's worth wondering if the bloom is coming off the streaming rows. A year ago, proclamations about theatricals' demise and the rise of streaming were omnipresent. And I admit, I for one, thought the uh, theaters were actually going to slowly die off. And lo and behold... Most of them survived. AMC's still around. They were able to make deals. Uh, the theater chain I worked for is still around. Yes, they've cut um, what needed to be cut and made cuts that were effective at keeping them alive. But all in all, they've all survived. Heck, they're even trying to bring back movie pass. But that's a topic for another conversation. This past weekend, an older skewing adult movie like Elvis continued to overperform, earning more than Lightyear did during the holiday, looking poised to gross more in total domestically. Meanwhile, for the first time since 2015, the biggest movie of the summer is not a Marvel Studios joint. To be sure, Doctor Strange 2 is an unqualified hit for Disney, earning $187 million in its opening weekend and more than doubling the box office debut of the first Doctor Strange from six years ago. It also earned a total of $410 million domestically and $951 million globally. That is a massive hit. But Top Gun Maverick is bigger. Currently, the Tom Cruise-led sequel to a 36-year-old movie continues to wow audiences as indicated by a high-flying run that sees minimal box office drops week to week. To date, the movie has already outstripped Doctor Strange with $571 million domestically and $1 billion globally. And it appears on track to crack the top 10 biggest earners of all time domestically, outpacing 23 of Marvel's 28 released films to date. And that all comes after opening at about 30% less 
and Multiverse of Madness. Admittedly, a large element of this could come down to quality. One could reasonably argue Top Gun Maverick is among the finest action movies ever produced by Hollywood, a feat made somewhat demonstrable by its sterling reviews and an A-plus cinema score. By contrast, Doctor Strange 2 received a B-plus cinema score from audiences, the second lowest in MCU history. Nevertheless, the fact remains that Disney Marvel spent the 2010s dominating the multiplex. Yet this summer, a 60-year-old Tom Cruise is stealing the thunder at the box office. He continues to steal thunder, but we gotta watch and see. Can he steal thunder from the God of Thunder? And as Cruise prepares to fight his own studio to ensure his next film, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, has around a 100-day theatrical window at the box office, Disney is conditioning fans to realize they only need to wait 45 days for the next Marvel movie to be available at home. For a family of four with children desperate to see the new MCU a second time, sounds like a bargain. Whether streaming is the primary reason for Doctor Strange's rapid fade at the domestic box office, or for Lightyear's complete failure, is still somewhat debatable, but a lot of eyes will be on the performance of this weekend's Thor, Love and Thunder. And honestly, Disney's own internal accounting may ultimately surmise diminished box office is a fair trade for a steady and climbing subscription base for Disney+. Plus. Does the difference between $900 million and $1 billion really matter if a happy and growing subscription pool is spending more in a month than what Disney, or excuse me, what Doctor Strange 2 is likely to make in its entire global run? Still at a time of evidently high pressure and extreme upheaval against uh, or among Disney's executive class, Disney and even Marvel no longer looking like the king of the box office jungle gives one pause. Let us know in the comments section below. Do you think Disney Plus has a streaming problem? Do you think they're making a big mistake allowing movies to arrive on Disney Plus within 45 days? Let us know. And of course, hit that thumbs up button if you like our video. Hit the subscribe button and the bell notification button to be notified of future videos. And if you want to support the show, buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash cinemagold. You can support us, send us a dollar, two dollars, twenty dollars, fifty. Hey, anything you want, you can help us grow. We're looking to upgrade our equipment, bring in new hosts, be able to pay them, pay our writers, uh, be able to live stream from entertainment events like D23, uh, Comic Con, New York Comic Con. But you can make that all happen. Of course, as always, Thank you so much for watching and listening. We will see you next time. You have been watching the Cinema Gold Show. Follow us on Twitter at Cinema Gold Show. Find us on Instagram at The Cinema Gold Show. And on Facebook. Facebook.com slash The Cinema Gold Show. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Sick of being upsold at gyms? 
my guy. You're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.